Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to platinum sponsor Podium, titanium sponsor Mechanic Desk and diamond sponsor Ventivir. This week we are answering your questions in workshop whispers. Have you got a curly question that you want to ask Rachel or maybe you want to further your repair shop or climb higher and you don't quite know how? Well, Rachel... Rachel knows all about reaching the sky, don't you, Rach? Absolutely. <laughs> she aims for the sky. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us to um, write us a question about your auto repair shop, how can people reach us, Rachel? Super simple. Just email admin at workshopwhisperer.com with Workshop Whispers in the subject line. And you'll get some time with Rachel, which is really exciting because she is the number one business coach for uh, the auto aftermarket in Australia and New Zealand. We've got Sandra today and Sandra asked the end of the financial year, we are concerned that we're going to have a large company tax bill. As we've been largely untouched by COVID, should we spend money on equipment or other deductible items before June 30 or refrain from spending and wear the tax bill instead? Well, thanks so much, Sandra, for writing in. Uh, My very first thing that I'd say here to you, Sandra, is to have this discussion with your accountant first and foremost, because it's your accountant that will be determining your final company tax position uh, along with your individual tax position as well. So uh, I, I definitely you know, wouldn't sit here and answer the question thinking that I'm the oracle only in this situation. You must consult your accountant in order to progress with this one. I'm definitely uh, happy to give you a couple of my thoughts though. And um, you know, always when it comes into the end of the financial year, you know, even I have to think about it, you know, what's the the ratio of company tax to individual tax that we want to pay. You know, my accountant always says to me, you know, you could go and update your car or you could go and do something else of significant expense. But you've got to remember that for every dollar that you spend, you can only claim 30 cents of that back if it's a motor vehicle or equipment. And even with the government's uh, instant asset write-off that we have at the moment here in Australia, you know, up to 150000 if you are going to buy a vehicle, only just over $58,000 of that falls under the instant asset write-off. Oh, okay. So there are restrictions within that. And you have to think about whether you're prepared to go into debt now for whatever this is that, you know, say you bought a, a vehicle and you were able to, you know, claim the, the full 58000 on the instant asset write-off, you're still only getting 30 cents in the dollar, remember, for every dollar that you spend on the car. So let's say you're spending 60 grand and you can claim a third of that back or your 30 cents. Is that really enough of an incentive to help you bring down your company tax bill because now you've got the finance on the car to pay for as well which you may not have had finance in the last little while you may be debt free where your cars are concerned so there's a lot of things to weigh up not just how do we reduce the company tax bill it's do you want to go into debt do you even need the new things that you're considering purchasing and if it's equipment well that equipment must have a return on investment for you. So how quickly will you be paying the equipment off? How is the equipment going to help you make more money? So these are the things that we have to think about before we just decide to get the checkbook out, if anyone even has one of those anymore, <laughs> uh, or get the, the Visa card or the American Express yeah, out. Or get your phone and tap the and big tap. purchase. <laughs> That's it. So 
And, uh, you know, as for, you know, should we hold on to our cash or refrain from spending, cash is king. You know, that's an old saying, but right now the auto repair shops that were uh, had a little bit of cash aside going into this have done far better than uh, the ones that had cash flow problems coming in or had nothing in reserve. I honestly think the best answer here, Sandra, is to consult with your accountant because they're familiar with your numbers, uh, familiar with the amount that you're looking at paying for company tax, and they are the very best person to advise you here on what to do. Want to find out how the Workshop Whisperer team can put your auto repair shop on the path to business success? Head to www.workshopwhisperer.com slash whispering loudly to claim your free workshop success session with the team. Evan says he's noticed that one of his local competitors has closed down for good in the last few weeks and he's wondering if even though he has experienced a downturn in trade due to COVID, he should look into finding out if he can move into the shop that's recently closed. Oh, interesting. The space is bigger and would help with expansion. Hmm, Interesting one, Evan. Thank you for writing in. How common is this, Rachel? What's the ratio of people who have closed down or are doing well out there? There's the Australian Automotive Aftermarket Association did publish some stats a couple of weeks ago in relation to how auto repair shops in a a sample size thought they were doing. And there were a significant number that thought that they were, you know, they'd noticed that they were Uh, had declined in trade and enough so that they qualified for JobKeeper. Uh, There was a small percentage that said that it was business as usual for them or business has never been better. And there was also a small percentage that uh, reported that they were in such decline that they didn't know if they'd make it or not. So it's um, It's it's, mixed. It is very mixed. But those that are in that bottom section, the ones that didn't, have a good cash flow position going into COVID and this has exacerbated that and in a way as harsh as it sounds this event is causing natural selection if you weren't in good shape going in then you know your chances of making it are slim yeah so uh, I think that's been across the board oh definitely yeah. absolutely it's uh, it's quite amazing even when you as you look at you know retail chains nationally the ones that have gone into liquidation and closed for good and they only lasted a couple of weeks in shutdown which shows you yeah. how fine a line they were running yeah, you know right. with their um the way they were run and their cash reserves so the situation that Evans in with one of his competitors having closed I would like to know more information, you know, before I I went either way, but just from what Evan's written, uh, Evan, if you've experienced a downturn in trade, I would want to know by how much. Are you struggling right now, but you're, you're looking for the opportunity because you believe you'll be able to come back? We did a podcast episode, uh, I think, last season around uh, the costs of moving yeah. into another premises. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. And sometimes opportunities pop up that we know would be fantastic for us at some point but now is just not the right time and this may be one of those occasions where it looks perfect but the timing is not right because we are headed into a recession Uh, Evan you've said that you've already experienced a downturn Uh, if you're you know more than 30% down and uh, taking you know the job keeper subsidy for your team I wouldn't uh, imagine that you've got 
cash reserves of you know fifty thousand dollars upwards to do a move yeah. and that's what you have to factor in no matter how great the opportunity is uh, if you can't actually afford it right now you're going to put yourself under huge financial stress trying to move into that building what i'd be doing instead uh, if you've experienced the downturn is seeking to capture the customer list okay. customer base of the closed down business so what do you do you contact them and ask to buy it or how does that stuff go well on? first yeah. i wouldn't offer any money i'd I'd be, you know, trying to get in contact with that business owner to say, you know, have you referred on any of your customers? I'd love to be able to look after them for you. Is that something you'd be open to? Maybe he would want a price for that. I imagine uh, that he'd be after some cash for something, uh, you know, if he's just had to close the business. But, you know, you could also look to target you know the demographic of their customer base or what you know about them yeah in the areas in on the Facebook. area yeah that's right yeah so i would definitely look to uh have a discussion around the customer base and look to grow your business that way get your trade back up and you know if it's the right option to move into that shop then it'll still be there for you at the right time Take a smoke out and review us on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen. Rachel, is there anything to be said for a business that has been operating badly and then closed down and then you take your your business into that business and there's some brand confusion in the market? People think that – is that why people have those huge signs out the front saying under new management? Definitely. Yeah. And So can look, that be a bit of a curse for you? And just because it closed down didn't mean that there was bad customer service oh, there. Oh, okay. That's so true. So yeah. it could have been that the business was just poorly run financially yep. and from a systems perspective. So, you know, it, it could have been a, a more established business or it could have been someone that had only been there for a couple of years but they just couldn't get it together. Together. Yeah. So – Whenever you move into another space where there was another business, whether uh, you've taken it over or that business has closed down and you've started up, definitely let the public know uh, that there's new management and a rebrand just to put out of their minds if there was any, you know, anything untoward going on with the previous ownership. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. If you want to get in touch with Rachel, you can. Maybe you want to ask a question about your auto repair shop or you're seeking to grow or you're having some stumbling blocks towards growth. How can people get in touch? Just send us an email to admin at workshopwhisperer.com with Workshop Whispers in the subject line. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us this week. And please rate and review us on iTunes so Rachel can keep all of your questions answered all of the time thanks for listening to whispering loudly the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by apple with rachel evans the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket thanks to platinum sponsor podium titanium sponsor mechanic desk and diamond sponsor ventivid